Hello and welcome to another episode of the Real Estate Investing Club. I'm your host, Gabe Peterson, and this is the place investors go to gain actionable advice, learn about current market trends, and hear war stories from other professional investors out there in the field today. Before we get started, I have two quick housekeeping items for you. First, if you like this episode, we would very much appreciate a like, subscribe, and share. It is the best way to support the show and keep it running far into the future. Second, if you're a new investor looking to get started in real estate or an experienced investor looking to take your investing to the next level, I've created an ebook just for you that will cover how to find deals that are actually deals, how to finance those deals with little to no money down, and how to exit those deals for maximum value. On top of that, I throw in an insane amount of free bonuses that you'll have access to once you buy the ebook. All I charge is our admin costs to keep this show running. So if you're serious about real estate investing and want to create both active and passive income as an investor, head on over to the website at therealestateinvestingclub.com and click on the button that says, get the ebook in the upper right-hand corner to grab yourself a copy. With that said, let's dive right in. Today, we have a very special guest with us ready to drop some investor knowledge on you. So buckle up, grab your pen and paper and enjoy the ride. All right, we are back with another episode of the Real Estate Investing Club. Today we have with us Rocco Montana. Rocco has been a real estate broker since 2016. He has raised over 1 million to invest in his first year as an investor and now has done several flips, owns multiple commercial and residential properties, and manages a growing team of real estate agents in the Colorado Front Range area. Rocco, I am super stoked to have you on the podcast. How are you today? Good, Gabe. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. Um, so we always start with stories on the Real Estate Investing Club. Why don't you take us back to the beginning? How did you get started down the path of real estate? Uh, absolutely, man. Uh, I was hearing these ads on TV, uh, radio, uh, and I actually ended up, I, I was selling cars at the time, making great money, chained to a desk, eating garbage food, uh, not around the most savory of characters. Um, and I, I'm still friendly with some of those guys to a different lifestyle. Yeah. And I heard about, I think it was fortune builders that I invested in yeah. and, you know, Than Merrill based out of San Diego. They're a great organization. I, uh, I actually do recommend them. You got to put in the work. Um, of course they, they do tend to highlight the more successful minority Um, that had a, you know, typically had a specific set of circumstances that helped them get there. And that's going to be a little bit of the foundation of my story is, you know, I'm selling cars and within, I I invest in fortune builders. I convinced my wife to go to this free two hour night class. We paid 150 bucks for a two day weekend and then spent oodles of money. I convinced my wife to liquidate her 401k um, at the time to invest in the top tier of fortune builders Within 30 days of knowing what a wholesale deal was, I, uh, I made $16,000 on a wholesale in about probably a total visiting the property. I actually looked up the Colorado contract. There was a standard form that I literally printed out and hand filled in the blanks. Um, and the lady I bought the house from and, and wholesaled it to said, you know, I had two other people offer on this house and they were literally, literally back of the napkin offers. And and you actually showed a professional (laughs) contract. So I'm going to go with you. And I was panicked. 
uh, I was a green investor. And I reached out to a guy that I knew was a contractor. And his rates were high. And I didn't know this until I approached him with his property. But him and his dad had been flipping properties for decades, like owned a bunch of rentals. And his construction business just funded his investments. And he ended up buying the duplex from me. And if I remember the numbers correctly, your, your audience will probably appreciate this. I sold him the duplex. Again, I made $16,000. I don't remember the back and forth negotiation specifics. We'll call it 436 or something is what I ended up wholesaling it to. I got it for 420 or whatever. He sold it a year later, subdivided the individual units, broke the meter, two meters, water, electric, remodeled it, builder grade stuff. I think he sold each side for like five and change or something absurd a year later. And I was like, oh my God, I thought I did so well and I got screwed. (laughs) (laughs) And I didn't get screwed that I was a professional. I was a rookie, right? I was happy with my crumbs and, you know, my my wife and we got some other uh, successful business owners in other industries that are like, yeah, just, you just want some crumbs. I mean, when you're Mm -hmm. near bigger deals, just some crumbs, stay humble and, and be grateful. So I quit my job selling cars and didn't get a deal for another year. Yep. Yep. <laughs> Welcome to try to be a full-time real estate investor. Um, that being said, I probably followed 50 or 60% of the process that fortune builders encouraged, put in probably 56% of the effort. And that's the results that I got. Um, I resisted being a real estate agent for a long time. I got licensed right when I met with fortune builders. Cause I was like, listen, I'm going to be held to a higher standard. I got to use standard forms. Like why is everybody worried about don't get licensed if you're going to be a wholesaler, right? Like, well, listen, just be honest. Here's what I'm going to do. I have a time or money, right? You want fast time or more money? <clears throat> you want fast time? I got the network. I got the cash. I got the people and we'll wholesale it. And yes, I'm going to make money on the deal. Just disclose, disclose, disclose. Fought it for years, um, and I learned back to circle back to the beginning of the fortune builder story and their advertising and marketing is I was 28, 30 years old, 30 years old-ish with no money, no form K. I was teaching snowboarding and working in bars and restaurants in downtown Boulder. And I was like, man, I, you know, I'm gonna I'm gonna be rich. It might only take a year or two, but I'm you know, this is gonna happen. Well, the people that were the most successful, and I don't want to make an excuse, it was really just an observation over time and actually getting to know people and being more observant, which is important as an investor as well, looking at the details is these guys were 40, 50 years old, you know, or dad and mom got involved right away from day one with 35 to 50 year olds. They had quarter million dollar 401ks because they've been in their corporate job for 23 years. I dropped out of four colleges in three states. Um, <laughs> like I was going for a record. Um, and they were in markets like Kansas, where the average price point wasn't $600,000 like it is in Denver or $900,000 like it is in Boulder. And uh, I had to start from scratch. And knock on wood, I love my wife, Jamie. She's always been so supportive. Um, she 
worked and supported me while I built my business one beer and coffee at a time. That'll be the title of my first book. Don't tell anybody. Um, <laughs> it's true because we laugh about it. It is, you know, it is like I spent the year going out and learning and meeting people and, and buying beers and coffees. And, you know, in that first year, I started a meetup. Somebody had recommended it, the Creative Real Estate Lunch Club of Boulder. It's been on pause coming up on a year, but I'm going to probably get it started back and up, open back up again as they're starting to open restaurants and things like that again, maybe just limited to 10 or 15 people. We normally only have 15 or 20 people anyway, typically get a private space. One of the local restaurants will support us. Um, you know, of course, as long as you buy some food. I met someone there, a couple people there, and I shared the processes and systems that I learned from fortune builders and ended up doing a few flips in that first year with no money out of pocket, raised over, raised and paid back over a million dollars in the first like 18, 24 months of being a full-time investor. Then um, it was a struggle. Don't get me wrong because I didn't have a fat bank account. I didn't have savings. I didn't have a corporate job. And I remember I quit selling cars. So it was a full-time self-employed, full-time investor from day one. Um, Other people's money is very real and it's very great. But when you have a little bit of your own, it makes a big difference. Absolutely. For Uh, um, sure. So I then became a focused on being a real estate agent and it's actually increased my investment business. I've picked up, you know, I have three Airbnbs now. We have some multifamily probably in the last three years, we've done a dozen and maybe 15 flips, some successful, some not. But if I, if I didn't have any of the unsuccessful flips, um, I could probably could consider myself a full-time investor because my Airbnb's cash flow is so well mm. that I, I probably could live a comfortable life without, um, you know, without really stressing. But as I like to call it, the conduit of opportunity did not go for me personally from being a uh, agent or a real estate investor to being an agent. It went from being a real estate agent to being an investor because I mm-hmm. have turned yep. so many of my clients into private money lenders into JV partners on deals. Uh, We've done two, in the last six months, we've actually kind of moved a little bit away from flipping. What we're doing is we're leveraging our private money relationships, bringing remodel funds to the table to sellers to maximize their ROI on the sale. My wife's a partner in the construction company now. So uh, she quit her full-time job about two years, took about six months later than I really needed her to when I started to have a couple flips going and pull my hair out. I'm a green investor with borrowed family money and all that. <laughs> and and, and uh, so now we bring money to, to remodel homes and, you know, all along the front range, bring the contracting team, and then I become the listing agent. All right. So we make money on the, and it's fully disclosed, you know, if the real estate commission's watching, it's, it's no, there's no secret. We lend them the money. Compass Concierge does a similar thing. They don't charge interest on the money, but they, um, we sometimes make money on the interest. The construction team makes money, which my wife's a business partner in, and then I make money on the flip. And then my sellers love us because we increase their equity. We just did an analysis on one of the deals. We increased the guy's cash in pocket like 33% with oh, wow. like, like two or three months of construction. Yep. That's great. So... So yeah, here I am. I run a small team of real estate agents now. I still am on the lookout for deals. Deals are a little more few and far between. There's a lot of there's a lot of people. It's a pretty saturated market in Denver Metro. Yeah, much like Seattle. And yeah, yeah, Seattle's the same, and it's just a it's a tough place to be. And it's really low risk, high reward 
uh, being a real estate agent compared to being an investor. And then I can have more cash to invest in focused on syndicated multifamily, limited partnerships, you know, people that, hey, that's what they do full time. They've been, I'm now watching five, six years in to my investing journey and my real estate journey in general. I see who's constantly buying deals. And now I've managed to get into a couple of deals and to get into a couple of email lists that only go to the investors, even if I'm not in the deal showing, hey, we are making money. Oh, hey, here's the hiccups we have, we got. So I'm a big proponent of multifamily. in, a, in the very near future, I intend to syndicate my own multifamily as a general partner. Right now, I'm a limited partner in a couple of other um, deals. But yeah, as far as real estate investing goes, you know, being this is a real estate investing club podcast, syndicated multifamily just seems to me and, and my experience has just been such a great way to go. Yep. And man, I uh, I love your story for a, a, a number of ways. Um, one like lesson that I kind of pulled out of this is that there really is no one way to do real estate. I mean, you, even your story shows it. You did wholesaling, you did flips, now you're an agent. Um, so there's many different ways to do real estate. Not one of them is the best or the only way to go. So you know, if, you, if you're out there listening and you're trying a strategy that you don't like, try a different strategy. There, there are many ways to do real estate. You just have to pick the one that fits you, fits your personality, fits your risk profile. The other thing I loved about your story is, um, I mean, you did that first deal. That was awesome. You got a mentor. I love hearing that people, you know, even if it's not the the best mentor, it's always great just to start out with a little bit of education, a little bit of direction. So you do have somewhere to go. You have, you have uh, you know, a path to follow. So you started that with fortune builders. You got that first 16,000 wholesale. I'm sure that felt fantastic. I know mine, uh, my first wholesale was 5,000 bucks and I felt like I was a millionaire. Um, yeah. But then, then it took a year. It took you a year until your next deal, and that is not uncommon. Um, I mean, I my own myself when I was doing flips, I was doing uh, wholesales in single family, and then I moved over to mobile home parks. It took I think about eight months to get the first deal done, and uh, that that hiatus is real. And people listening, watching, if you're in that slump, if you uh, you know in that period where you feel like you're stuck, just keep going. Rocco's story shows it. My story shows it. Yeah. Um, there will be high, you know, a period of learning that maybe you won't have a lot of momentum, but if you just keep going down that path, you're going to make it. So I love, I love your story, man. It's uh, it's really good. It, it shows that you got a lot of perseverance. Um, you're going to keep, keep going forward until you find a, uh, find a path that fits you. Um, so right now you're in, you're both focusing on your real estate business, your real estate agency, and then also your flips. Um, how, how have you kind of balanced the two? Are you a individual agent or do you have, are you a broker with agents under you? So I, I, I run a team. My team is J rock properties, Jamie and Rocco. That's J rock broker by EXP. So I just switched over mm-hmm. to EXP, uh, back in January. I really enjoy it. I'm not gonna, every, there's enough people beating the drum about, uh, all the, all the cool stuff. EXP, about EXP. Yeah. I've had you like know, so yeah. many agents reach out to me and be like, man, this is the best ever. I'm like, all right, well, I'm not an agent yet, but when I, when I do get there. <laughs> it's uh, yeah, it's a bit overwhelming. They, they could definitely be a little more unified in their message of recruiting. And, you know, they, they all talk about the rev share. Well, there's no revenue to share if nobody's focusing on being a real estate agent. So mm-hmm. I'm just focused on being a real estate agent, making more money to invest in more multifamily. And uh, I let, I do like mobile home parks. I do love self storage. They're things that I don't have a, enough experience in right now. And and uh, yeah, I, I took a couple of hits last year on a couple of projects that that put a big dent 
in my life. So I'm working through that right now as uh, you know, and then again, the low risk, high reward real estate stuff is great. Then uh, balancing to your original question, balancing being a real estate agent and flips, we, you know, the only flip we have going on right now, we're doing for a client. We, we, the guy wanted to sell his house. He wanted to buy in another area. We looked at his, you know, he's using my recommended lender. We looked at a situation and I said, Hey, his name's Rob. I said, Hey, Rob, here's an option that you're not seeing in the marketplace that we're offering that's unique blend of us being investors first and then becoming real estate agents is we've got access to private capital. It's affordable. We've established relationships where I'm not paying 12, 15% anymore. Um, plus they're so short notes. Let us come in. My wife is now a partner. She's an owner in the construction company, runs operations. So we manage the money. We manage the acquisition deposition process, me because I'm a real estate agent. And the biggest hole for us is we now manage the contracting team. So to say it's balance is there, there really there isn't really balance. We we are involved in everything. We we own the whole the, the whole vertical from start to finish. If we're gonna buy a property. I analyze it. I have access to all the data, all the tools as a real estate agent and the experience through fortune builders. My real estate business, we actually just hired Tom Ferry as a, a real estate coach this year. Um, so always, always mentors and, and growth. You know, you mentioned having a mentor is so huge. Um, I would almost say it almost doesn't matter the cost. Now, there are some <laughs> some gurus out there that want to take advantage of you. Um, my experience with Tom Ferry as a real estate agent has been fantastic. My experience with fortune builders as a real estate investor uh, has been second to none. Um, it is it is an overwhelming amount of data. Get hooked in. Go do the networking. Build build your business one beer and coffee at a time. It, it really makes a difference. Um, so yeah, the balance is right now we're just right now it, it changes. It changes with the market. It doesn't mm-hmm. matter if you're a real estate investor, a real estate agent. Uh, or a t-shirt seller, right? Am I going to do more online? Am I going to do more in store? It, it doesn't matter. The balance shifts as uh, as the economy shifts and as the environment shifts. So. Yep. Yep. That's, that's absolutely true. And I like that you kind of went back to the mentor. Um, I didn't realize that you had a new mentor now, which is great because it just shows it doesn't matter what stage you're at. There's always somebody with more experience. There's always somebody who has done something differently. Um, you know, maybe they're more specialized in a certain niche that you don't have experience mm-hmm. in. So mentors are always useful, no matter what stage you're at. Um, they're always useful. I started out with a uh, material from California way back when, um, I don't have a specific coach now, but man, I'm uh, I'm looking for one because they do they keep you accountable. And if uh, if you're new to this space, or even if you're established, it's always good to have a mentor or a coach or whatever that is. So, like that you went back to that. Awesome. So, hey, man, we've pushed through the 20 minute mark. It always happens yeah, like this. Too I'm fast. Not surprised. So I got to push us back into uh, the quick question round. Are you ready to jump in? Do it. All right. Starts out with books. I'm a big bookie. So give me two book recommendations. One for real estate and one for general life wisdom. You know, it's going to be, a, I'm going to answer the same question. I'm going to give you the same answer for real estate books that most people probably give you. Rich Dad, Poor Dad really oh, yeah. kind of oh, yeah. set, it, set it in motion. <laughs> um, another one that's not as widely known, but if you follow Ken McElroy online um, or, or, or Robert Kiyosaki, the, the cash flow quadrant, the, the mm, yep. most people just, it's so crucial to understand where you, where you stand in that, you know, am, am I, am I still an employee? Am I a business owner? Am I self-employed or am I actually that I that we're, that we're all chasing? Yep. 
And then not, I am reading change your brain, change your life by Dr. Amen right now. All right. I read that. That's a good yeah. one. Did you read it? Yeah. Yep. I just got his new book. I literally just shut up. My wife's reading his new one. I'm not done with his, uh, his last one. Again, ironically enough, he, he was a guest speaker at a recent Tom Ferry seminar. And I was just so enamored with what he shared that I, uh, I bought change your brain, change your life. It fantastic, fantastic general book on how to think, um, how you think, how your brain works, what it means to think, you know, and how you can control your thoughts. Uh, I'm really excited to read his newest one once uh, once I finish this one. Yep, I love it. I've always said uh, real estate. Well, first, I always say it's a relationship game. But second, it's 80% what goes on in your head, 20% everything else. So yeah. I like uh, I like that you brought up Dr. Amen. Um, he does have some pretty good books. So Moving on though, next question. Um, this goes into your habits. Habits are the foundation of your life. So if you could pinpoint one habit you feel has contributed the most to your overall health, well-being, happiness, and success, what would that habit be? That's a tough question in, in the sense of keeping it in the speed round. I'm going to say uh, <laughs> I started doing, uh, I did Muay Thai for several years. Nice. I took a couple of years off, gained a bunch of weight. Muay Thai is a martial art, art of eight limbs, two fists, two elbows, two knees, two feet. Um, it's kind of the foundation of a lot of the MMA fighters, but I started doing jujitsu again and I get mm. up every morning at 6am and I am at the jujitsu school at 630. And if I could say one habit that I have been focused on at least in the last six to 12 months, that's changed my life is getting up and getting to the gym at 630 in the morning. I don't like to pick stuff up and put it down. Some people can go to the gym and lift weights. I cannot, I like the group fitness or I like to go climbing. I like to I can mountain bike independently, but it's always good and smart to have somebody with you. But going to jujitsu, some sort of group fitness, something, even if I just got on the freaking pedal Peloton, getting up at 6 a.m. and getting my workout done and coffee with my wife by 8 a.m. Changed change the game for me in the last, again, the last 6, 12 months, especially through the pandemic. Um, after, once they started opening back up, it was so good to be doing it. Man, love it. Preaching to the choir here. I actually, I did uh, jujitsu for five years. Before COVID, I haven't gotten back into it. Um, but man, I love, you know, I, I lift weights right now just because COVID's happening. Yeah. Um, and you're right. Picking up, putting down weights is fine. Getting exercise is super important. But there's something about just the physicality of martial arts, of fighting. Martial arts. That is, it just brings you into your body. It, it gets you grounded. So I love that you said that. Jiu-Jitsu is, is one of my favorites too. So, But we're trying to be quick here. <laughs> quick, slow round. Moving on to the next question. This goes into your past. So if you can go to the Rocco who had no clue about real estate, um, you know, still working as a beach bum or beach bum as a ski bum out there in Colorado, go to him, give him, look him in the eye, give him a shake of the hand and give him one piece of advice moving forward. Start now. Start now. Start now. That's the fastest one. If if I met me of 10 years ago or 15 years ago, early twenties, I would shake your hand and say, don't be afraid of commission only. Don't be afraid to chase your dream of, of being involved in real estate. As a, I, Since I was young, I knew I was going to end up in real estate. It took me till I was 30, almost 30, to really dive in. I bought my first place at 20, and I've never paid rent, and I've never paid a full mortgage in my life. I've always house hacked. Still at 36 and married, I, we house hacked. We Airbnb, the bedroom next to my office, you know, in between <laughs> here and my master bedroom. Love it. Love hearing that. So start now, ladies and gentlemen, if you're thinking about jumping into real estate, just do it. You got to get in motion. That is the thing that will bring you results. Awesome. So Rocco, first, thank you very much for hopping on the show. Really enjoyed our conversation. Yeah. Thank you so much for having me, Gabe. Last question for you. You've given us a lot of good advice. What's the best way for people to reach out to you? 
jrockproperties.com, J-R-O-C properties, plural.com is my website. I'm working on building up my YouTube. I do have a, a podcast in the works that I haven't launched yet. Um, so you can, yeah, at J-R-O-C properties or jrockproperties.com, you'll find me. All right. Thank you again, Rocco, for everybody who's here with us today. Thank you guys for showing up. You are the reason that we do this. So we appreciate having you here. If you have any questions, reach out to us at realestateinvestingclub.com. Other than that, I hope you guys have an absolutely fantastic week. Keep rocking real estate. And I look forward to seeing you on the next episode. Thanks. Thank you for joining us for another episode of the Real Estate Investing Club. I hope you guys enjoyed the episode as much as I enjoyed putting it on and were able to pull some actionable advice that you can apply in your own investing today in the field. Before you go, we have a gift for you. If you're a new investor looking to get started or an established investor looking to invest, take your investing to the next level. I've created an ebook just for you available on our website. This ebook ebook will cover how I was able to create both active and passive income in real estate with very little money to start with. In it, I will address the three most often cited obstacles new and veteran investors run into by showing you how to find deals that are actually deals, how to finance a deal with little to no money down, and how to exit those deals for maximum value. And if you get the ebook today, I am throwing in a bundle of bonuses, seven of them to be exact. The first one will be the off-market lead generation blueprint, which will take you through the exact systems and processes we use to generate off-market leads like clockwork, which is the most important skill when it comes to creating wealth in real estate. The second bonus is the A to Z REI systems and vendors guide, which will allow you to peek under the hood of our business and see the exact tools, systems, and even the vendors we use to see the success that we do. And the third bonus is the top 100 best performing keywords pack, which is which will give you the exact keywords we use to target motivated sellers online using PPC ads. The fourth bundle is, or the fourth bonus is our contracts bundle for wholesaling and renting real estate, which will give you access to all the contracts we use in the field to execute all different types of transactions. After that is the investor's quick analysis calculator and offer tool, which will allow you to quickly calculate whether a deal is an actual deal and will allow you to create an offer automatically from those calculations. This is a lot of uh, a lot of bonuses that I said. I'm just going to keep going down the list. Number six is the investor's daily success tracker, which is a tracker you can use to ensure you are taking the right actions day in and day out to reach your financial goals in real estate. And the last bonus is the wholesalers template for quick assignment cash, which will give you the templates we use to present our wholesale deals professionally and efficiently to our buyers. Whew, that is a bundle. So it's a mouthful. You get all of those bonuses for free when you download the ebook. All we charge is the admin cost to run the show. So if you're interested in the ebook and the bonus bundle, head on over to the website at therealestateinvestingclub.com. Click on get the ebook bundle at the top of the page to take advantage of that deal. And with that said, I hope you have a fantastic day and even better week. Keep rocking real estate. And I look forward to seeing you on the next episode. All right, before I officially sign off, I have a quick announcement to make. If you're interested in becoming a passive investor in one of my deals, my own company, Kaizen Properties, is looking for capital partners for our upcoming projects. 
We invest in what are known as recession-resistant assets, mainly self-storage facilities, mobile home and RV parks, and industrial properties. If you're interested in investing and would like to learn a little bit more about my company, our investing criteria, and some of the previous projects we've done, go to the Real Estate Investing Club podcast at therealestateinvestingclub.com and scroll all the way down to the bottom of the page. Click on the Invest With Us button. That'll pop up the investor form. Fill that out and we will reach back out to you as soon as we can. Or if you prefer a little bit more of a personal touch, you can reach out to me at gabe at therealestateinvestingclub.com. So really, that is it. Again, it was a pleasure hanging out with you guys during this episode, and I look forward to seeing you on the next episode.